Welcome to the Men of Iron Podcast. My name is Scott Davis. I am the iron rep for the Tampa Bay, Florida area for Men of Iron. It's my privilege to be able to come to you every Monday throughout this entire month of May on this podcast. Started last Monday, and we are tackling a subject that's uh, seldom talked about and even more seldom done, I think, in men's lives. It's the topic of solitude and retreat. Now, last Monday, we started off with a little bit of a description of what solitude is, and we talked a little bit about our busyness of life and how men really need this to become the godly men that God's called us to be, the leaders that God's called us to be. And I gave some action steps at the end of the podcast, um, and I'll cover those right now. Hopefully, you guys that heard this podcast last week got those done and uh, were successful with that, but they were to sign up uh, for a video series called A Man's Game Plan on the Men of Iron website at menofiron.org. If you didn't do that, you go do that today and watch that first video on faith. There's some great stuff on there about solitude and a man's game plan to become the man God's called us to be. Number two action step was to decide which time of day each day that you were going to have some solitude. We're going to start practicing this principle and this discipline called solitude by spending 15 minutes a day. We're, we're easing into it, just 15 minutes each day. Hopefully, you were able to do that, and it made a difference in your life. And we're going to pick it up today, this week, with a little bit more practical advice on what that time of solitude should look like and what we should be getting out of it. Um, and I want to talk to you today about the understanding of how to get that solitude, how to actually hear God's voice. And I think we as men, uh, sometimes we'll look at this whole topic as something that's uh, being a little bit boring. Um, you know, it's like, well, just sitting and being silent, you know, it's like that's not very appealing, <laughs> especially if you're like me. I was born in a family as a middle child. I have an older brother and a younger brother, and all my middle child people out there, you're going to understand exactly what I'm talking about. That word still does not even exist in our mind or in our vocabulary, especially uh, I think my poor mother spoke to me about sitting still. Scott Davis sits still and listen, I don't know, maybe a hundred thousand times. <laughs> Bless her heart, man. She had it rough with me. But sitting still is hard to do for all of us. And it sometimes it, it has to be a learned discipline or maybe even for some of us a relearned trait for sure that we can implement into our lives. And that's what we're trying to do. So uh, let me make a suggestion here, and I don't know, maybe I could be bold enough to suggest that I think it's because we have forgotten sometimes who exactly it is that we're talking about spending time with. Now, this isn't a friend or an acquaintance or even a best friend or a neighbor. We're talking about the Father God Almighty in heaven who created the universe and everything in it. He created our very own bodies and souls and minds, and this is the person that we're talking about spending time with, and I think we forget that. I mean, come on. We make appointments with everyone about things that we deem important in our life, and yet we can't keep an appointment with God to just listen to Him. 
And we talked a little bit about that last week with the Mary and Martha thing. But maybe we think this whole concept is just next to impossible. We've become so accustomed to hearing the other voices in our life. And yeah, I think you know what those voices are, but I'm going to go ahead and cover them for us. How about that? Number one, it's our own voice. We listen to our own voice, and I have found that most people are usually pretty hard on themselves, so it's negative things that we're constantly telling ourselves about. I think even today I said, come on, Scott Davis, get it together, man. It's like (laughs) we do it. So we have that voice going on. Then we have the voice of others with their opinions and suggestions and their advice, and you, you just let it somebody know that you you got a problem or an obstacle and everybody has advice for you about how to handle that and man did we ever see that in the pandemic i think about two or three months in if it even took that long everybody i knew became a medical expert and i got more advice than i knew what to do with so i think most of us know what we're talking about here the third voice is the voice of the enemy Now, this is mostly a negative voice, and I say mostly because sometimes we'll misinterpret it as something that could be good for us because he is a master of disguise. He will disguise that voice and make it all sugary and taste good, so we'll eat it. We'll take that that voice, and then we, we forget that the evilness of it, it's designed for a negative effect on our life. That's what it is. It, it, most of the time, it's just straight up negative. He's good at that. Sometimes he'll entice us with something that's, that sounds good and sounds positive, but it actually has a negative end in our life. So we got the voice of the enemy. And then the last one, of course, is the voice of God. Now, this is always a good voice. It's always good. Sometimes it's challenging, though. But in my experience, if we'll listen to it long enough, We'll hear the challenge, but it also comes with a peace behind it because he reminds us of who he is and who we are. He don't talk about the negative in our life because that's forgiven. That's in the past. He talks about that we are his child. We are the righteousness of Christ. We can do all things through him because he gives us the strength. So it's always a good voice. Could be challenging, but good. Now, listen, it takes three things I want to talk about real quick to hear this voice and understand and to get into this place that we can get the solitude and and hear this voice. So number one is it takes a committed desire. It takes, number two, a dedicated time of solitude. And number three, it takes a trained ear to hear his voice. So let's break it down, a committed desire. Why are we not committed to having a desire to hear God's voice? Well, let's just stop right here and call it what it is. I think it's arrogance and pride. We think we've got the plan. <laughs> because one time in our life, somewhere we listened to God, He spoke to us, and now we're still living on the word today that was meant for yesterday. And we run ahead and think we got it all together. And it's not the same. God has the ability to to lead us every single day, believe it or not. Remember, he is the creator of the universe. So how can we know if we haven't had time lately with God, how can we know what his steps are for us today? The steps of a good man, a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. We know this. So hello, 
we've got that going on. So we need to deal with that. We need to have that committed desire to hear God. Next, we need to have a dedicated time. And hopefully, uh, you know that now. Some of you guys who listened last week, I hope that you dedicated that 15 minutes a day. It was planned. It was scheduled. So why is this so hard? Well, I think it comes down to a trust issue. We don't really trust that God is going to redeem that time. The time we give Him and we think we're losing he redeems that. I've never had a time where I spent uh, an hour or 30 minutes or even 15 minutes with God that he didn't give it back to me. And you'll find that most times you'll have more energy at the end of the day. Instead of rushing through your day, you've already heard God's voice. And so a dedicated time and then last is a trained ear. We need to have a trained ear to God's voice. So how do we get that? We get it by falling in love with Jesus. There's only one thing. When you're in love with somebody, you want to be with them. You want to hear their voice, and your ear gets trained to that. Jesus said that his sheep hear his voice, and they know him. And so when we spend dedicated time with God, and we'll develop that trained ear, it's like my wife, Lori. I mean, It don't take long. When you fall in love with somebody, they can be in the next room or at a crowded event, and you can hear their voice, and you know immediately that it's that person that you love. Man, you get those goosebumps. Remember that, guys? (laughs) You can hear their voice, and you know it's them. Well, that's, that's the way it is with God. When we spend time with Him, we fall in love with Him. When we fall in love with Him, we hit our ears get trained, our spiritual ears get trained to hear his voice and to recognize it. But let's look at how hearing some of these other voices become distractions that they're designed by the enemy to confuse and combat hearing the voice of God. So, what solitude and hearing from God actually looks like is this here's a story in the Bible in 1 Kings 19 about Elijah. It's a very popular, well-known story about Elijah the prophet going against the 450 prophets of Baal and defeating them on the top of the mountain and then chasing them down and killing them. And all this happens. It's a great miracle. And then Elijah gets scared because he hears the voice of Jezebel, King Ahab's wife, saying, well, he killed our prophets. I'm going to do it by noon tomorrow. I'm going to do the same thing to him is basically what she said. Well, he heard that voice, didn't he? And then he ran. He ran away, hid under a bush. The angel of the Lord had to wake him up three times to tell him to eat and drink because he's got a big journey coming. Long story short, he walks 40 days and 40 nights, and God tells him to go to the mountain. He ends up at the mountain of Horeb, the mountain of God, and then he goes into a cave and he hides again. So here he is hiding. And then a voice of the Lord comes and says, go out because I'm about to pass by. In other words, go out outside the mountain because I'm going to talk to you. And then in the story, it says there's a great wind that comes through and rips the mountain open. But the Lord was not in the wind. Then there's a great earthquake, but the Lord is not in the earthquake. And then there's a great fire, but. The Lord was not in the fire. 
And then he hears a voice that says, go stand at the mouth of the cave. And he does, and God speaks in a whisper, a small, still voice. And sometimes there's a lot of distraction in our life, like the earth shaking, the wind blowing and the fire around us. All these situations and circumstances distract us. They're designed to distract us. And, and if, we not, if we're not used to spending time with God and hearing Him in the quiet, we're not going to hear Him. And that's often what God wants. He just wants to meet us in the quiet place and trust Him. Trust Him. He's going to redeem that time, and we're still going to get our stuff accomplished and probably even quicker and definitely with more peace if we've had that time with Him. And so we have to have this game plan. We talked about it last week. So I'm going to give you some action steps for this week. This week, I want you to plan out a time and meet with God 30 minutes three different times this week. Within the next week, I want you today to schedule three separate 30-minute time slots and dedicate that time to spending with God. And then when you get in a quiet place, get alone in a quiet place, free from distractions, all visual and audible distractions, no phone, no music, 30 minutes, you and God. Now, first thing you need to do is ask the Holy Spirit to calm your thoughts and speak to you. Just ask Him. Invite Him in. Say, this time is for you, God. It's been dedicated by me to you. Speak to me. The next thing you want to do is take some deep, slow breaths and relax. Come on. Relax, would you? Just breathe out stress and breathe in the presence of God as you invite the Holy Spirit. Then last, I want you to use something what I call the Psalm 104 strategy. Psalm 104 says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. So I want you to do is, to, after you take those deep, slow breaths and relax, I want you to just start thinking everything that comes into your mind that you can think of, to thank God audibly, out loud. Say, God, Father, thank you for this. Father in heaven, thank you for this. I praise you, God. Praise his name. Nothing invites the presence of God like gratitude and praise. And then lastly, I want you to be still and listen. Listen for the whisper. Train your ear, spiritual ear, to listen. Psalm 46.10 says, be still, Scott Davis. <laughs> Doesn't say that. But it says, be still and know that I am God. So let's go, guys. You can do this. I'm for you. Let's continue to build this priority into our lives, this priority of solitude and hearing God's voice. Man, I hope you have a great week. I'm praying for you. I'll see you right back here next time, next Monday, on the Men of Iron Podcast. Peace.